Hello to all you doinks out there and welcome back to another episode of Doinked where myself, Josh, and Michaela will be going over everything that's happened over the last couple of weeks in sports to include F1, the NCAA tournament, the craziness that's been the NHL season so far, mm-hmm. um, the NBA is really ramping up, surprise that one super team that was built is officially out of the playoffs because yeah. they'll, they're done, yeah. they're done. And there's still been a lot of going-ons with MLB and the NFL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. Spring training is getting close to wrapping up. Yep. Yes. We're getting very close. We're in sniffing distance of regular season baseball, yes, about eight are. days out. Yes. And I'm loving the fact that with spring training, they're tinkering with all these new rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The pitch clock. <laughs> the limited shifts. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm not loving the team that's being fielded by Oakland right now. But I'm loving everything else. The double A team that (laughs) Oakland is playing. Double A. Yeah, it's essentially double A. Yeah. Team's going to be good in 2030. Five. All right. No, 2030. We have a a timetable for it. Yeah. And then they'll blow that team up. Because that's what Billy Bean does. Yeah. Yeah. So where do we want to start? I know we kind of just dabbled a little bit with Major League Baseball. But where do we want to really get our meat and potatoes right now? Well... I think we're we're mainly an NFL show. That's what we've mm-hmm. kind of based ourselves around. Yes, but the NFL is really not happening. Not a right ton now. going on right yeah. now. But the one major thing that did come out, um, which I think we can start with, is the new overtime playoff rule. Okay. Yes, that that was today. That that actually was today. Happened. That yeah. actually just happened. Thir- I think it was twenty nine of the thirty two coaches in the league voted for the new overtime rules. I don't know who the three dickheads that were. Probably one of them was Andy Reid. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I, you know, I don't know. I don't think Harbaugh would have done it. Or Belichick? Be, maybe Belichick. Maybe Belichick maybe. just to buck the trend would have been Probably. Like, no. Because fuck That's the, the bills. That's the type of shit he would do. Because no. fuck the bills. Yeah. No, I don't want to help the bills. And then, I don't know. The Jaguars, just because they're never going to see the Doug playoffs. Exactly. They're <laughs> not even going to get the Doug overtime. Peterson. I, I don't know. I think Doug would be in favor of that. Well, I don't know. Regardless, essentially the new rule is in playoff only Yep. Um, so far. Over time, both teams get a possession regardless of result. So if the first team scores a touchdown, the second team gets a chance to answer. Yeah. Um, that if both teams score on their first drives the same amount of points, 7-7, seven Six and six, three and three, whatever it is, um, that it goes to sudden death. Next score wins, and if the kicking team scores a safety on the f- first drive of their opponent, the kicking team wins. Well, yeah, yeah, because they blew their drive and they scored on their drive. just like a pick six, exactly, yeah. just like a pick six. Yeah, I just think, um, I just think they should just get rid of the whole sudden death idea. I think they should play a full... Like a full quarter and then at the Well, at a the full end. 10 minutes. doesn't yeah. have to be a full 15. Well, kind of full... like every other sport. Yeah, play a yeah. full 10. And guess what? If, if one team gets three drives and the other one gets only two... That's just what that's it is. That's how it is. Yeah. Exactly. Just play the full, play the full term. Yeah. Because, I mean, hockey's the only sport that really has a true... Overtime. Sudden... No, true sudden, sudden death. death. Yeah. But the thing with hockey is that it's... Both teams are possessing and playing defense at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. Like we said mm-hmm. before, all well in hockey, it's four guys. But yeah, they, the four yeah. people who are on the ice are. Yeah, it's three three ice guys and a goalie. And, and a goalie, yeah. but yeah. those guys are all playing 
both sides. Both sides. Because yeah. the goalie could even come on a exactly. net and take a shot yeah. if he wanted to. Yeah. So, which I think has happened before. Um, I don't. I, I mean, unless you've watched Mighty Ducks, no, I don't think a goalie's <laughs> ever physically came past half ice because I think there's a rule against that. Oh. Like they iced the puck or something like that. Oh, okay. But I know goalies have scored like Martin Brodeur shot a full a rink shot. Goal. Yeah. yeah. There's one of the um opening credits to. NHL Open Ice 97 for the PlayStation 1. That was like my favorite hockey game. That of useless knowledge. Yes, I love that. It's incredible. Yeah, there was the hit by... There was the the Stanley Cup Finals goal scored by Sanis Ozilich against the Florida Panthers in that highlight reel. And there was Montan Brodeur's goalie goal in that highlight reel for the opening credits of that game. And now <laughs> we know. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle, G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane 2. <laughs> Let's get into a little bit of uh, MMA or Oscars MMA. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, um, no, we're not going to no, get into that. Gonna get into that. This that, is not Doink Talk. No, it's not. Just a um, good tidbit. But, yeah, I do like, I do like the, uh, the dual possession thing, though. Yeah. Um, I think just eventually you have to get rid of sudden death. I just think that yeah. makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because I like your idea of playing a 10-minute, a shortened quarter, and just whoever has it at the end of it. Yeah, has because wins, no offense. Whoever has no offense, points. if you can run a good offense and you can run ten minutes, minutes off, off the, the clock, clock, I mean that happened. It's happened multiple exactly. times. I mean, you've seen teams do that, like happened try to keep this year against the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks had a ten minute drive ran against them and Took they couldn't get the, the ball. Yeah, so I mean, we've seen teams where it's worked against them. I remember the Dolphins when Peyton Manning was with the Colts. Didn't Peyton Manning only have the ball for like thirteen minutes for the entire game, yeah, and the Colts so. still won the game because Peyton Manning just basically was like, "I'm Peyton Manning. I'm going to score quick." Yeah, and if you have a if you have a good game plan, then you can do it. But this is a good, you know, this start. is start exactly. And it seems like they've they've made the corrections like each year. It's like okay, Tampa Bay got screwed over by uh, not Tampa Bay. I'm sorry. Uh, Kansas City got screwed yep. over by the Patriots. So, okay, now someone's got to score a touchdown and not a field goal. <laughs> and then the Patriots went and did it in the Super Bowl anyway. Yep. And then uh, this time it was the Bills got screwed by the Chiefs. And it's yep. like, okay, now both teams can have the ball. And then eventually it should just be both teams have ball for 10 minutes. There yes, we go. that's it. It'll that eventually is, get That there. is it. Yeah. Because um, they'll find a way. One team will find a way to find a fault with this. Yeah, oh, yeah, somehow. of course. Of course. Um, I mean... I can't think of really much else. I mean, Trevor Simeon's now a Chicago Bear. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton's now a Saint. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the quarterback carousel. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo, though. I Yeah, because they're still, I mean. They're not going to keep both quarterbacks. No, you can't. No. I mean. Baker I, doesn't want to be there. Who? He doesn't want Baker oh, Mayfield no. doesn't want to be no. there. He doesn't want to be a number two. He's already said he's wanted to trade, so. Yeah. To the Colts, and they were like, "Nah, yeah, get away from me." Frank Gregson, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Where's Carson Wentz? I know, nightmare. <laughs> Let's run on to the MLB. Uh, there's been a quite a few moves that we haven't touched on um, since the last episode, um, starting with um, a one of the aces, in my opinion, for the Astros, Zach Greinke, on the move to Kansas City. Yeah, he went back home. He's back with the Royals. Chris Bryant, formerly with the Giants, now signed with the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, former Cub, too. Which is interesting because they kind of had this weird limbo after, um, or no, was he still there? Uh, Arenado. Arenado was left. Yeah, they he, were kind of in a weird. Yeah, Arenado was traded to the uh, Cardinals. Yeah, and then now they filled that spot with Chris Bryant. Kind of. 
I think Arenado's a better player. I agree, but they filled at this that... point at this point in his career, I yes. should say. Um, Jock Peterson, formerly with the Braves, signed with the San Francisco 49er, Jock. not 49 <laughs> Giants. We were just talking Jimmy G. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let's see. So that that that's another interesting one because Jock Peterson was a Dodger, mm-hmm. went to the Braves, and is now playing for the Dodgers' nemesis in the Giants. Mm-hmm. Freddie Freeman, who people Dodgers. thought was going to sign with. Uh, Boston Dodgers. ended up signing with the Dodgers. Doesn't change the fact that Boston did get a star. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, big move, Luke Voigt went from the uh, New York Yankees to the San Diego Padres. And he's hitting the cover off the ball in oh, San he's Diego. Crushing Are you the him ball. crushing the ball right now? <sighs> big name, uh, Kelly Jansen on the move to the Braves yeah, from the Jansen. Dodgers. Yeah, good pitcher. Nick Castellanos, formerly of the Reds, signing with the Philadelphia Phillies. And Carlos Correa of the Astros, signing with the Twins. He's going to bring those barrel tactics with him. Yeah. To a small market. Mm-hmm. Jorge Soler of the Braves, uh, their World Series Power, um, powerhouse. Yeah. That kid was crushing the is ball in now the in Miami. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen him get to the American League, though. Um, he just seems like a true DH to me. Yeah, I yeah. definitely agree with you on that. He seems like a true DH. Mm-hmm. Boston now has a new second baseman, formerly shortstop, Trevor Story of the Colorado Rockies. Mm-hmm. I am a big, big fan of that move. Um, that's gonna Let's make see if he that- can hit outside of Colorado, please. Come on. All those hitters from Colorado, they get the Coors effect. Let's see if he can hit outside of Colorado, please. We will see. Yeah. I mean, the only guy you can arguably ever say was able to hit outside of Colorado was Larry Walker. Yeah. And he finally got into the Hall of Fame. I mean, how's Arenado doing? I don't. I honestly don't know. His numbers aren't the same. No. They're not the same. But it, you get the, the Coors effect. That's just what it is. Well, Coors maybe. Field has such a short... No, it's not short. It's no. the altitude. Oh yeah, you're high up in the altitude, so the, the ball flies yeah. better. <laughs> ball travels. Yeah. Why do you think I, they should just host the home run derby there every year? God, that'd be yeah. fun. <laughs> and he's back home. Uh, Albert Poolhouse, uh, yep. Poolhos has returned to the Cardinals. I love it. How old is he? Well, is he in his forties or something? His his birth certificate says one thing. His, you know, if you, you cut off his leg and you look at the rings on his femur, it might say a different thing. Who knows? There was always the the insinuation that he, like most of the Dominican ball players, they doctored their birth certificates to say that they were younger. Because there was a few players who got caught with that whole mm-hmm. mess. And it's just one of those things. I think he's in his 40s, though. Like, from what we know, he's in mm-hmm. his 40s. Yeah. So. What's this? Nike. 2022 is getting a new line of City Connect jerseys. Oh, and they're so I'm nice. a big fan of the City Connect stuff. Um, Boston had their uh, 617 based mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. We had the Giants. We had the Los Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, the Diamondbacks one was I liked, dope. Uh, Chicago, the Southside. Yeah, Southside was yeah, really nice. nice. White Sox ones, yeah. Um, Wrigleyville for the Cubs. Mm-hmm. That one was nice. The Miami one was really, really cool. Um, so this year we are getting the Washington Nationals on April 9th. Which that's the um the one we saw already. Here comes the bloom. Yep, yeah, the, the cherry blossom. The blossoms. <laughs> the cherry blossom one, which is dope. Yep. 
Um, the Houston Astros, which is going to be uh, trash cans. Trash cans. Yep. yep, that comes April twentieth. The Kansas City Royals coming on the thirtieth. Okay, what's the Royals going to have? What's Kansas City? Um, barbecue sauce. Possibly. Barbecue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sauce brown. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Colorado Rockies. Oh, that's easy. Beer. The, the mountains and yep. beer. Yep. Yeah. Um, Los Angeles Angels. John Elway's face. Uh, right on their jerseys. That'd be funny. Uh, Rockies is coming June fourth. Angels is coming June eleventh. The Brewers, Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin cheese. Yeah. Or beer. Or beer. The Brewers. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, on well. Just Miller Lite. <laughs> Miller Lite jerseys. Uh, June 24th, and then the Padres are sea getting World. theirs on July Shamu. 8th. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That would the be thing fun. Is, just just do, do it. Just do the free willy on the front of the- Come on. Come on. I got this on the control. Oh God. Why don't you work for these teams? I don't know. You work in the MLB head office. Because <laughs> I'm crazy. So where do we want to move to now? All right, so... NBA, NHL. Well, like I touched earlier... I think I think it's finally nice to breathe a fr- breath of fresh air to know that LeBron James is going to miss the playoffs. I love and the it. The thing is, he's I'm missed, so happy. He's missed the playoffs. Um, I know, but this super team was all built and is supposed to contend. I didn't like the Russell Westbrook Westbrook move. You um, know who the super team is right now is Brooklyn Nets, and yet they still lost with Kyrie. On his first day back with the mask mandate lifted. Or not the mask mandate, the um, vaccine. vaccine. It doesn't matter. I mean, they're still in the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs. I think the team to really be concerned with in the East is Milwaukee still. Mm -hmm. Giannis has proven that he doesn't need anybody with him. He proved it last um, year. If Rob Williams didn't get hurt, Boston's another name. Boston's still going to be really good. Boston, with a depleted roster yesterday, almost, almost beat won, the Raptors. Yeah, mm-hmm. Went it okay. all the way into overtime. So I think they'll still be good. Um, but Robert Williams was a big part of their defense, big and that is what yeah. their team is about. Like, obviously, you have Brown and Tatum, that offensive Racking tandem, up points. But, you know. They can put up 30 each a game yeah. without a, blinking an eye. Yeah. But yeah. their defense. Yeah. Well, that yeah. defense Marcus is Smart. scary. Yeah. The defense is scary. I watched but they their... Didn't uh, lose, they didn't lose Marcus Smart. No. And the thing about Marcus Smart is he can he can defend all five positions. He really can. As much as I like Williams, mm-hmm. as much as I've enjoyed watching his progression, yeah. if you needed a big guy just to take on a big guy, you can kind of use Taco Fall. Taco's gone. Oh, he is yeah. gone. Taco got traded. Oh, I wasn't even aware that he got traded because mm-hmm. he's still doing Boston commercials if you watch the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing. I think Arbella Insurance and commercials. Yeah, they got um. I don't. What's the white dude's name? I don't know why I always Tristan forget Thompson? his name. No. I said white dude. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Thompson. I don't even know. I know he's that. not even on the Celtics. Oh. <laughs> Daniel Tice. Thank you. Yes, Daniel Tice. You just need a little bit of size. Yeah. And that's what Rob Williams gave you. That's really what you lost is size. And when you get into the playoffs, the game slows down, and it's all about you know. It's not really full court anymore. It's no, about half court. Half court. So. But we'll see. I'm excited. I'm disappointed with the Lakers, but I've given up. They're gonna. They just started against the Mavs, and they're gonna lose. So it's sorry. LeBron. Are they even, are they even gonna get the 500 this year? The Lakers? Yeah, absolutely not. No, they're under. They're 10 games. They're 12 games under 500, and they have the hardest schedule left in the entire league. They, what is it? I think. Uh, like 
two, only two out of however many games left they have are against non-playoff teams. Wow. Every other team is a playoff team. Yes, they're done. No, yeah, they're... Can I see their remaining schedule? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to go Yeah, just click. I'm going to break your phone. Don't wear a case. It's got a crack on it already. Who cares? It's got three cracks on it, but I have a screen protector. You're challenging Lexi right now. Who already cracked a new phone? Hi, Lexi. It's all right, Lexi. I'm in that boat with you. So Lakers then play the Jazz. Playoff team. The Pelicans. A technically a playoff team because the they have the tiebreaker. Playoff team. Suns. Play number one. Warriors. Playoff team. Thunder. No. Nuggets. Playoff team. So only if you count because the Pelicans just beat them and have the tiebreaker over them, they moved into ninth place. So technically, if you count Pelicans as a as a playoff, playoff team, team. They technically are. now there's only one. Yep. Because they'll go into the play-in. So there's technically only one team, which is the uh, OKC. They just... I want to see what the Celtics' remaining schedule is. Uh, okay, they play the Heat tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. We'll see if they rest anyone. They play the Heat tomorrow, which is the last game of March. And then they play the Pacers, the Wizards, they should be both the those. Bulls, the mm-hmm. Bucks, and the Grizzlies. The Bucks is going to be a test. The Bucks will be a test. The Pacers will be fine. The Pacers, they should be fine. Should be fine. The Wizards should be fine. Yeah. And then the last three, the Bulls, the Bucks, and the Grizzlies are all going to be tests. The Bulls are, I don't think they've beaten a top. As of right now, the Bulls are 43 and 32. They haven't, they've lost every single game they've played against, I think, top three or four seeds the entire season. Memphis scares me. Memphis is scary. And the fact that they've, they're even better, it seems, without John Morant when he plays is even scarier. Yeah, because you can rest John Morant in a game, and it's they the can last go on game a run. of the season. They could yeah. still win that game and rest Jaw for the playoffs. Yeah, 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 because he's coming off a little bit of an uh, an injury. So. Yeah, he's been off a couple games, which rather be um, safe than sorry. Exactly, he's only twenty two. He's younger than we are. He's, yeah, he was born in nineteen ninety nine, August tenth. Wow, Jeepers Crow. God damn. Anyways. National Hockey League. Yes. Yeah. Hey, your abs look good, kid. Yeah, well, they look good until Nate McKinnon gets into a fight yesterday and has a serious injury now. So now they're going to be out Landeskog and and McKinnon going into the playoffs. Woohoo! Second round bust. Of second round? They'll get to the second round again. There's no reason why they shouldn't get out of the first. And hopefully they can get healthy. But the thing is, is, like, they're playing so dominant. And they've had so many injuries this year. McKinnon missed time. Mm-hmm. Kadiri missed time. Landis Gog's been out for a long time. They've had three goalies in rotation. Like, I think that proves their resilience, though. It so. does prove their resilience, but like when you come to the playoffs, yeah. it's like you need you're not you're not getting like it's back to backs. Like you're playing yeah. like okay, game one and two or like two days apart yeah. or a day apart, and then oh, there's travel and there's three straight, and then it's travel and it's yeah, it's a Hockey's a, the toughest, like we've said before. Hockey's mm-hmm. the toughest sport. Toughest sport. Easily. Um, I mean, the Bruins are looking good right now. Mm-hmm. They're losing right now. Two to one. Oh, wow. It's already two to one? Yeah. And it's I saw it was one left. to one because it was Hall and um, Hall scored Boston's goal. And Blackwell scored the first Leaves goal. And then Riley scored the second Leaves goal. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, Blackwell scored the first goal for uh, the Leafs, and then Riley. Posternock scored the Morgan score. Riley. Yeah, I was Posternock like, don't doesn't Boston have somebody named Riley? 
I'm almost certain. I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to say like 100. percent I don't know. Could be whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. We're losing right now. Um, yeah. Colorado actually, plays at nine o'clock tonight. Yeah. Against the Flames. Yeah. Who is a good team too? It's gonna be. It's gonna, it's gonna be a be good, good matchup. It's the both one seeds. Yep. On the West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Colorado's leaps and bounds ahead of them. Yeah. When it comes to percentage points, but um, still gonna be a great game. I'm excited to see what the lineups look like. They have McKin- plays to watch McKinnon. McKinnon's not playing tonight. No, McKinnon's out. He's hurt. Yep. What's the rest of the schedule like for um the Avs? Oh, the Avs remaining schedule? Uh, They play the Flames so, um, oh. and then the Sharks. Flames, Sharks, That's Pittsburgh. They play Pittsburgh back-to-back. Oh, yeah, they do, yeah. One there and then one home. Yep. Winnipeg, Edmonton, the Kings, Devils, um, Hurricanes, Na- um, Nationals, Jesus Christ, <laughs> uh, Capitals, the Kraken, Oilers, Jets, the Blues, the Predators, and they face the Wild to end the season. So Boston has the Leafs tonight, and we play the Devils on Thursday. We play the Jackets on Saturday. <clears throat> and then on Monday, we play in Columbus. So we play the Blue Jackets back-to-back. Back back. Back. Yeah, it looks like there's going to be a lot of back-to-back stuff because uh, Colorado has Saturday and then Tuesday. Yeah, because then we, then we play uh, Detroit, Tampa Bay, Washington. Then we're home against St. Louis, Ottawa, Pittsburgh. And then we play away at St. Louis in Pittsburgh. Then we play home against the Rangers, away against Montreal, home against the Panthers, the Sabres, and then we're away to finish the season against the Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. And that wraps up the NHL regular season, and then we jump into playoffs. Yep. Yeah. Playoffs is going to be really interesting. I have a team to at least root for. I know. <laughs> I Hopefully. have nothing else to look Hopefully forward to. I have nothing else to look forward to this sports season. Oh, God. It's going to be depressing. No, no. Uh, well... What's your quote-unquote basketball team? And I don't don't follow. Oh no, I always follow players. Mm-hmm. So like for me, the ultimate basketball player for me growing up was who do you guys think? Who do you think was my favorite basketball player growing up? Shaquille O'Neal. Absolutely not. <laughs> Wilt oh, Chamberlain. I, he, he, I am not that, that old, old <laughs> motherfucker. I know I popped when I said that. Uh, Charles Barkley. I'm not that old either. Yeah, we played well into Kobe? the 90s. No, Tim Duncan. Oh, okay. you know what? That Mr. makes sense. Fundamentals. It makes sense. My favorite basketball player. He just put his nose down, did just the work, did his work, and got fucking five championships. Yep. So uh, I followed. That makes sense. I followed the Spurs. Um, I did enjoy Dirk, Countryman, mm-hmm. Germany. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, Kobe was always great to watch. So yeah. I didn't really follow a team. Mm-hmm. But like that's when, how I was growing up watching football. I was a players fan. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I was a Danian Tomlinson fan. I was a Philip Rivers fan. I was a Darren Sproles. I liked a lot of running backs. Yeah, <laughs> Adrian Peterson. Yeah, you also liked a lot of Chargers too. Yeah, Sproles, Tomlinson, Philip Rivers. Rivers. Those are all Chargers. Darren Sproles was an Eagle as Darren well. Darren was also a Charger. A Charger. They I were all Chargers. Followed him as an Eagle. Well, there he was an Eagle too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was a Charger. Well, you liked him during his Eagles. So you like the Chargers. Yeah. I like the... So you like Sean Marion? Sean Marion with his little uh, no. steroids? <laughs> no. I was not a Chargers fan. Okay. David the Boston. The Powder Blue? What was that? David Boston. 
bus wide receiver. <laughs> um, but no, I was a players guy. I'm 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 still a players guy when it comes to the NBA. Like my who favorite. You, who are your player? Who's your player now? Marcus Smart. Yeah, Marcus yeah. Smart's my favorite player in the NBA right now. Um, I'm liking some of the young st- young guys. Like I do like Jean Morant. I think he's good. Um, the kid in um Dallas. Uh, oh, Luka Doncic. Yeah, Doncic. Doncic. I I enjoy him as well. I Jokic love him. is good too. Jokic is good. The 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 Giannis. Um, Giannis. Giannis is great. The foreign players. And, and I'm loving I'm loving the transformation of Giannis. So like when you watched him early in his career. And then you've seen the way that he's bulked up, and he's and he he's put reminds m- mass of, on himself. He reminds me of Tim Duncan with his work ethic. Yes, but he interacts more. Yeah, he's a different player. Yeah, like, like he has more of a personality. Even though I think Tim Duncan had a personality, but not yeah. outwardly to everyone. No, that's what. And Giannis is my favorite player. I mean, and LeBron is, but when he when yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> I mean, I also like Trey Young. Oh, I love I love his attitude. His attitude is incredible. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm that good. And I'm going into New York and I'm busting your ass every time I'm there. And he does it. And he does it. He stands yeah. behind how good he is. Yeah. yeah. It's those little guys. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's those it's those uh, it's the players that Steph created. It's not about small people. I mean he's not that much taller than you. I think he's like six two, six one. He's not he's not a big guy. Oh, I thought it was shorter than that. You thought he was shorter than that? Yeah. I thought Trey Young was like 5'10". No. Let me see. I, I'm i going to say the I, tallest no, he is I'm is 6'2". That's my guess is the tallest he is. Uh, They're not playing tonight. Let's see. Trey Young. 6'1". Yeah, so... He's about my height. Yeah, he's like two inches taller than old, you. A little bit taller than me, yeah. And he's balding too, so he doesn't have the hair to help himself. <laughs> Your hair probably makes you taller than him. Yeah, <laughs> man bun. Hey, um, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. Uh, I mean, you mine's earth uh, seating too, but we'll move past that. Want to get into a little bit of racing? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. do this. Let's jump into the F1 season. So far, there's been two Grand Prix. Season started off March 20th in Bahrain, uh, in the Middle East. Not a great finish for my Red Bull. Um, Two DNFs in that race, but an amazing start to the season for Ferrari. Charles Leclerc wins pole in qualifying and wins the race by a significant six seconds. Uh, 5.598 seconds between him and Carlos Sainz, both the Ferrari drivers. And Lewis Hamilton also joins them on the podium in Bahrain. We had three DNFs in um, Bahrain. Pierre Gasly, who um, I believe he had an engine failure, um, which took him out of the race. And then Verstappen and um, Perez both had DNFs at the very end of the race. Uh, Verstappen on the 52nd uh, lap. And uh, Perez on the first turn of the last lap of the race. Um, he spun out and was unable to finish. So Red Bull starts the season with zero points. Uh, so we're just playing from behind here. Um, moving on to the second race of the year, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix this past Sunday, March 27th at 1 p.m. This was a good finish for Red Bull, uh, finishing fourth and first. Max mm-hmm. Verstappen getting... P1 in finish. Uh, Perez just off of podium. Um, 
Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz, both for Ferrari, found podium again. Ferrari is going to be a dangerous team to watch this year. So is Mercedes. Mercedes is incredible, too. George Russell finishing sixth. Or no, fifth. And... And Hamilton, Hamilton, got Hamilton got screwed. Screwed. Because he was about to pit when there was a pit lane block by Danny Ricardo and um, Alonzo. Both had to come in because of engine issues, which blocked Hamilton from coming in. And he had, honestly, in my opinion, the best um, strategy. Yeah. He put 40 laps, or it was like almost 45 laps. Onto one set of tires. Yeah, he knew his. He team knew he knew could take those doing. hard tires for forty plus laps. Put on soft compound, which nobody raced with soft compound in Saudi. It was either medium or hard. He was going to put on soft, and he was going to fly up into a to- uh, podium position. Oh, he was. He, he was could have gonna... flown up into the won the race. He could have. He had the right but mindset because of the safety flags and the pit lane blockage he was unable to pit until it was cleared when a green flag so he fell off five spots yeah actually he fell seven or eight he fell down to about 12th or 13th and then came back up into 10th scoring a little bit of points for mercedes but hamilton looks good in this race yeah he's been looking good this season yeah because he got a podium week one Mm -hmm. he got podium week yeah uh p3 yeah um this was scary on Saturday, though, during qualifying. Oh, the crash. Uh, Mick oh, Schumacher. Yeah. He uh, crashed during qualifyings and was unable to race on uh, Sunday. Um, hit the barricade, spun out. It was really scary. Um, not so much a scary, but a, a very upsetting finish for AlphaTauri, mm-hmm. uh, where Yuki Sonoda couldn't even get through the formulation lap. He fell off. He DNF'd before the race even started. He was having engine failures and such like that on uh, Saturday during P3 and qualifying. Um, So he would have been at the bottom of the pole anyway, um, but didn't even get to start the race. So Alpha went into it with one um, car as well as Haas uh, with Schumacher out. Um, Nicholas Latifi was also out due to a crash, kind of middle into the uh, end of the race. Um, Danny Ricardo DNF'd, as I mentioned. So did Alonzo DNF um, due to engine issues. Valerie Botas came in very late in the race, um, came in to the pits um, due to engine issues as well. And Alex Albon also, uh, a lot of engine failure yeah. and a lot of uh, crashes in this race, a lot more than you would normally see. Sometimes you'll see one or two mm-hmm. um, big issues, but that's that's a lot of DNFs. The, the lowest... Um, finish was 13th um, aside from DNFs there were 6 DNFs and 1 didn't even start um, Hulkenberg sits down at 12th uh, Zhou Guan Yu um, at 11 Hamilton at 10 Magnussen Haas driver second week in a row scoring points for Haas who didn't score a single point before the season since 2020 um Pierre Gasly at 8th, Lando Norris for McLaren at 7, Alex uh, Esteban Ocon from uh, Alpine on 6, and then obviously we have the top 5, Russell, Perez, Sainz, Leclerc, and Verstappen. Next race we have is the Australian Grand Prix that's in a couple of weeks, Sunday, April 10th at 1 a.m. 
So I'm going to have to record said race to watch in the morning. What? I'm not getting up at one o'clock in the morning. Wake your ass up. I'm not getting up at one o'clock in the morning. Make it happen. Make it happen. I will wake up with you. I'll be there. Well, I'll be there. I'm I'm strolling into your house at one o'clock in the morning. Let's just be channel like the, in that college. I'm gonna energy. I'm gonna be like the Kool Aid Man. I'm gonna kick in your door. Oh yeah! <laughs> Time for Ozzy. Time for the Ozzy. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi! Just for Danny Ricardo, probably not finish. <laughs> Sorry, Danny, but like, come on, you've been having issues at uh, McLaren, which McLaren's been having a lot of issues. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, I believe there are only two teams without points. Um, so far this season, and I, uh, one of them is not uh, McLaren. I think they got a few points with um, the finish of the first race, the second the race. Second Lando race. Norris, um, in uh, seventh place, got six points because uh, Lando Norris and Danny Ricardo finished fourteenth and fifteenth on the first race, so they did not get a single point. Um, current standings in the F1 are 78 points to Ferrari with 38 to Mercedes in second place. 40-point wow. difference. Yeah, That's crazy. Red Bull at 37, Alpine at 16, Haas at 12, Alfa Romero 9, Alfa Tori 8, McLaren 6, with Aston Martin and Williams both at nil. I want to get into a little bit of left turn, left turn, left turn, left NASCAR. Turn, left turn, left turn. I mean, it's been a fun season so yeah, far. Yeah, it has. It's been a very fun season. Let's see, you've had six races, and you've had six winners. Um, The young crop of drivers have been super aggressive. You've had all these new designs that have been made to the cars. The next-gen cars have been fast. Um, It is essentially like Ricky Bobby out there, where they are <laughs> slingshotting each other around the track. Like... The way that these cars move when they get in the open air is crazy. They are crazy fast right now. Um, I mean, the year starts with a rookie winning the Daytona 500. Like, a rookie wins the Daytona 500. Um, You've got, you know, some of the dominant races who have been around for the last couple of years. So, your Chase Elliott's, your Joey Logano's, um, Kyle Busch is still up there in the, uh, in the top 15. But, like you're looking at uh, Ryan Blaney. Again, he's number two. So number one, two, and three are Elliott, Blaney, and Logano. Mm-hmm. But Alex Bowman, Ross Chastain, they're new. William Byron, relatively new. The kid who won um, who Jim. won Daytona, which was uh, Sindrick, like, he's making a name for himself. He's uh, 12th in points, so he's in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. The only thing is Toyota has not gotten a win yet. You got four Chevy wins. Right now, this season, in two Fords. Really? So, yeah, wow. Toyota has not has not won a race yet. You know what's crazy is um, a lot of the engines now in the F1 cars are Red Bull-based engines, Red Bull powertrain, when it used to be dominated by Mercedes engines. And Mercedes engines have kind of fallen off. Um, not saying Mercedes has fallen off. Obviously, George Russell performed well in uh, Saudi and obviously um, Hamilton in Bahrain performed very well. But a lot of them are Red Bull powertrain uh, engines now, um, which is shocking. Because we also have some Ferrari engines and stuff like that. But I think Ferrari is also driven by uh, Red Bull powertrain. So I don't know. It's interesting how all those cars are it's, built. It's and really then, yeah. interesting and how come- in bed with different teams yeah. you are with 
the different parts and stuff like that. Yeah. Then you go to NASCON, they're like, okay, you must build your car this way, this way, and this way. And there's mm-hmm. nothing else you can do. You can use your own parts. Like Ford doesn't borrow from Chevy. Chevy doesn't borrow from Toyota. Mm-hmm. None of that shit fucking happens. But they all have to build their cars the exact same. Yeah. And I think that's what makes... I'm not trying to take anything away from F1 drivers. Not trying to take anything away from them. But if you have a team with a lot of money backing you, and you are a eight out of ten as far as a driver is concerned, you're going to contend. Mm-hmm. In NASCAR, all the cars are built the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's driver. So if you're an eight out of ten driver, you can't keep up yeah. because you do not know how to drive the car to its fullest extent. Mm-hmm. That's why drivers. And I have nothing against the Michael Schumachers of the world. I grew up loving Michael Schumacher. Okay, but if you put Michael Schumacher in a stock car and you don't, and he doesn't have the backing or the money that he had when he was running. It's a different world for him. It's a completely different world. Just like Hamilton. Hamilton will never leave F1. Can you imagine him coming to like a stock car? He wouldn't know what to do. No. He would be like, <laughs> what's going on here? It's so why different. Is, between... Why is my car driving the same as that guy? Like it makes no sense. Yeah, it's like if you look at all the different F1, because all the different, all the F1 cars changed this year. Yeah. The wheels are bigger. They're heavier cars too. They're heavier. Yeah. They're much heavier. But 73 it also cuts, kilograms or something Yeah, like that, it cuts right? down on porpoising. Yeah. Um, but it's it's crazy to see how different they are. Some are longer, some are wider, some are a little bit. Yeah. Their their noses are a little bit further back, but pitch, they have more pitch t- differently. Yeah. yeah. Not NASCAR. That's one thing I really like about soccer racing. Sure, it's it's just they're doing circles and they're doing <laughs> laps, but all the cars are the same. It shows how good the drivers, drivers actually are. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And. What's amazing to me is that, like, you can tell the difference because, like I was just saying, you've got three guys at the top who've been in the league for a while, and now you're seeing this young crop coming, but they just can't catch them yeah. because, okay, yeah, the three guys at the top, I don't think either one of them have won a race, and then the three guys who are right behind them who are younger all have wins, mm-hmm. but the three guys at the top are consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, they know how to drive the car. They know the tracks. Atlanta's turned into a super speedway. That was a fun race to watch the other day. Like that was that was fast. Those cars, I remember they used to be 160, 170. Now they're doing they they're peaking at like 190 coming into turn 3 off the back stretch. It's nuts. It's nuts. That's it's crazy. so much fun to watch though. So much fun to watch. Although it's just circles, it's so much fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else we want to talk about? I know we're really late on March Madness, so we can kind of talk about the final four. Okay. Um, we could talk about Doug Eddard and his mustache. That mustache is great. I mean, the first ever 15th seed to make yeah, it to the Elite the Peacocks eight, made it to the Elite Eight, yeah. Which, it's crazy. It's one of those Cinderella stories, but unfortunately... It ends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because they faced, they faced a team with blue and white. Mm-hmm. Because I know. Blue and white seem to be the predominant. It's blue colors. and white, blue and white, blue and white, and blue and red. Red, yeah. I mean, it's a uh, because you have Nova, Duke, UNC, North UNC, and, and Kansas. Yeah. So it's pretty much all powerhouses, essentially. I mean, North Carolina is. An I have a feeling still. our final is going to be Kansas versus Duke, because Coach K is going to get his one up on UNC. <sighs> I don't know. I don't you. UNC is a super strong eight seed. Yeah. Nine seed. No, they're eight. They're an eight. They're an eight seed. Yeah. They're an eight. I thought they were a nine seed. They're regardless. Like they are strong. And UNC tends to have Coach K's number, like they did in his last home game. Yep. So. But and the women's side's got the final fall off figured out too, right? You yep. got uh, you have UConn, 
Um, you have uh, uh, Louisville, South Carolina, UConn, and Stanford. Yes. I mean, they're all every, – everyone's a one seed except for UConn, but they're a two seed. And this is their 22nd ye- – no, 14th year in a row getting to the Final Four, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, this is getting to UCLA levels on the men's side. I'm just like – I mean, um, I don't I, I don't know how to say the quote. Giuliani? Uh, no. uh, Gio Ariami. Thank or you. Or Ariama or something it's, like that, yeah. He – how he coaches that team every single year. I remember back when I was growing up, you were, you guys probably still young. You had UConn in Tennessee, Pat mm-hmm. Summit in. Yep, Pat Summit. Yep. Unfortunately, she passed. Yeah. But it's like one of those things. I loved that dynamic every year, and you knew in the Final Four that you were gonna, you either gonna get them in the Final Four mm-hmm. or you were gonna get them in the finals. Yeah. Because so. those are, those are some great times. But this fi- the final four in both the men's and women's. It's going to be very good. It's going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. So, and the storyline makes it for good for Coach K. So, yeah, I think that actually wraps up everything. Correct? Or is I there think anything? So. Uh, so, yeah. Anything we're missing? Golf. A Tiger Woods is Players going. Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Masters is in a couple of weeks. Yep, mm-hmm. that'll we'll be fun. We'll talk about down. that. Yep, because I love watching the Masters. The Masters is fun, but you can't really break down. You can't break four down days of golf. golf. It's yeah. like okay, this guy stepped to the tee and he hit it in the water <laughs> <laughs> twice in a row <laughs> on the same damn hole. <laughs> then he and then proceeded his clubs. To, and then proceeded to birdie. The last six. <laughs> then he punched his caddy. He bitch slapped the... his caddy. <laughs> he Will Smith his, his caddy. caddy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, well, on that note, we'd like to thank everyone for tuning in tonight to uh, Doink. Uh, as always, we appreciate all your feedback. You're listening to us. Uh, if you do have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can read it, reach out directly to the Double Doink Network on our Instagram page. You can also reach out to both Josh at I'm at the J-L-T-H-E-J-A-U-L-D. And you can reach out to Michaela at? Mickey, double Y, underscore 16. Yep. Um, I am nowhere to be found. I have disappeared. Um, so if you need to reach Dave specifically, I will be at, at Double Doink Network. Network. It's on my phone. I, I do do get messages from some people. Uh, usually just deals with my marathons, which I'm running another one this week. So yay to me. Yay. <laughs> yay. Celebrate with a athletic brewing yes. company. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will sell well, I will be celebrating in Newport after I run that race. There you go. With some friends who are um reps for athletic brewing. And then I'll do the same thing when I run Narragansett and when I run Providence because they're all in this local area. Um and then I try to find those guys when I travel. I mm-hmm. ended up finding them in New Hampshire. I didn't find nice. any of them in Connecticut this past week. But it was a small event, so I wasn't expecting it's anybody to be there. Yeah, and it's Connecticut. So, um, yeah, it's the it's the armpit of New England. Yeah. No, it's not. The armpit of New England it, is legitimately New Bedford and Forward from Massachusetts. When you look at the way the arm crests yeah. and you follow the map, yeah, okay. Fall River and New They're Bedford, right there. Touche. The, the 508, as much as I love the 508, just rests perfectly right in the armpit. Nothing more you can say. But this has been a Double Dunk Network production. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. I have been Michaela. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Pod Uranus.